You know, one question I often get asked is, how can I listen to ad-free shows? Well, the answer is simple. You plug directly into your normal podcast app, like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and you do that through an RSS link. And then you just listen like you always would, except no commercials. Here's something else you may not know. You not only get the shows early and ad-free, but you also get a ton of bonus content with adfreeshows.com. You also get early access to many of your other favorite wrestling podcasts from William Regal's new show to the road dog, Brian James to Matt Hardy and so much more starting at just $9. So quick Scott Steiner math tells us that's less than 20 cents an episode each month. See for yourself what thousands of other wrestling fans have already discovered that adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling today. Check it out for yourself at adfreeshows.com. And if you're looking for the ultimate gift for the wrestling fan this Father's Day, you can now give the gift of ad-free shows. Head over to adfreegift.com right now to purchase an ad-free show subscription to get over with someone special in your life this Father's Day. That's adfreegift.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? SaveWithConrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at SaveWithConrad.com. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the owner of the Four Horsemen trademark, and one of the best tag team wrestlers ever to step inside the squared circle. And of course... A man that back in the day tipped back more kamikazes than I've popped blue shoes. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week? I'd throw those kamikazes in there, didn't you? <laughs> you know that I'm always looking for a fun start to this show, man. Yeah. So, you know, I'm digging deep. Well, that'll catch you up. You know, if you got in there and you didn't have but a half hour to. Last call, you had to do something if you wanted to go right to sleep. And a lot of that, a lot of nights, you're going to get about three hours sleep. You want to come in and collapse and go right to sleep. There you go. That was a little medicine that helped you along. A little elixir, if you will. Elixir, yes, sir. Well, listen, we're here, and we're going to talk all things January 1989, I promise. But I got to mention it. And it's our boy, Connie, would expect it. And what I'm talking about, it's StarCast 5. We're just over 30 days away from the last ride of the Four Horsemen. We'll be at the fairgrounds in Nashville from July 29th through the 31st. Announced events include the Roast of Ric Flair, a stage show with you, Rick, Tully, Barry, Lex, and JJ, and a once-in-a-lifetime photo opportunity. And then at 6.05 on the 31st, the nature boy, Ric Flair, will wrestle his last match. It's sold out. You can buy meet and greets, merch, photos, and bracelets all available at StarCast.com. But, Arn, 
give our listeners a couple of things that you've enjoyed about the previous StarCast that you participated in. Fans first. That is the first thing considered. Something special uh, for the people that are going to be in town that weekend and are going to somehow get a ticket. I don't know. Everything's sold out, right? I, I bet Conrad has got a means to the end to fix that. What I agree. Think? I think so, too. I think there's something cooking in that. I think he's geniusing on that, as uh, Dusty would say, on something. Geniusing his ass off. <laughs> That's exactly correct. I got a feeling there's uh, some some moving and shaking and uh, some way to expand what we have being sold out a month out. Hmm. I mm. wonder what we can do to fix that. But it's a uh, fan-friendly it's you know I know for me and I haven't been doing this very long those live uh, meet and greets and stuff and get to take a picture with everybody and you know have a personal conversation and tell some stories and shake somebody's hand it just it means the world to me and all of us because without the wrestling fans we would not have the enchanted life that every one of us have enjoyed. I'm telling you, you want to be there, starcast.com. Arn, I'm looking forward to seeing you and giving you a hug, and uh, we get to see each other virtually every week here doing the show, but it's also an opportunity for me to see, say hi to you and see you in person and uh, telling you, tell you face-to-face what a great podcast you have, Arn. So I can't wait to do that as well. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> if you can't make it, uh, we're having fun. I encourage you, go to starcastwitharn.com. And you can pick a package that you could just prop your feet up, sit on your Easy Boy, and you can stream along all these fantastic events on Fight TV. That's the exclusive streaming home of all that's going on, whether it's the roast, whether it's the Ric Flair last match, and the whole car that's going to be a part of that, or any of the stage shows. It's all going to be on Fight TV exclusively. And if you go to StarCastWithArn.com, that's where you can find all the different packages for you to hook yourself up with that as well. So man, just like you said, he's genius and he's come up with a variety of ways for people to be a part and participate in this event. And I'm looking forward to it. As am I. Well, Arn, let's jump into it. And this is why we're here. Last week, we talked about the program you and Tully work with the Rockers for nearly the entire month of December. We also discussed your only singles match with the Heart Foundation. But this week, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're going to go once again talking about you and Tully taking on the Rockers. So are you ready to get going? Hey, it don't ever get old for me in those days, those guys. Yeah, well, listen, we got more clips this week. We've got about six different clips that we're going to show. We're going to have a good time, including your uh, participation in the Royal Rumble. So let's do this. The Brain Busters and the Rockers, they kick off the month of January on the 1st in Bristol, Tennessee from Viking Hall. Then from there, you move on to second of the month. You guys are starting off busy and hot. The WWF ran in the Coliseum in Jackson, Tennessee. You move on to January 3rd from the place Conrad calls home. You're in Huntsville, Alabama at the Vaughn Braun Civic Center. And Arn, just for context, Conrad was seven years old at this point. How old does that make you feel? You think that's funny? You somehow find that to be amusing. Your response was funny, but um, yeah, and now I do. I kind of think it's funny. It's it's uh, it's a little comical. Nah, look at the, look at this beard. Look at these bags underneath my eyes. I'm a million 
Watching me get up in the morning is an event. And you just nailed it by saying Conrad was seven. Was he at the show? Did his dad bring him? I don't know if Larry took little Connie to that event or not. We'll have to find out, maybe get our researchers to see if they can find the old ticket stub. It might have a little sausage gravy on it or whatever they had around the table that morning before they went to the event, but we can do a little research and find out if he was there. He was seven. Now, listen, later on in June of that year, he would have turned eight. So maybe that won't make it as bad, but uh, that's where you were in 89, right in his home little town there, Huntsville, Alabama, doing your thing with Tully. By now, it is about his town, isn't it? it I mean, he, he might probably, well, probably owns most of it. You're exactly right. His houses take up half of the city, so there you go. Thank God he's a good man. If I had he that is. much money, I might be a horse's ass. I don't know. <laughs> you There's got a, a good point. You got a There's good a point. chance. Well, listen, WWF completed the day of marathon tapings for superstars in prime time. And during this taping, Arn, you and Telly defeated your old pal, Tim Horner and his partner, Jose Rivera. When you pin Rivera following the spike pile driver, don't worry. We're going to have some Tim uh, Horner clips in here this week, too. I'm excited about that. Uh, the following day, you're doing even more TV. WWF taped episodes of the Wrestling Challenge in primetime. And in the second-to-last match of the day, you and Telly defeated Brian Costello and Mark Bow. Yeah, those are names I don't remember seeing too much on TV. In just over three minutes, when you guys hit the spike pile driver, again, behind the referee's back. So there we go. We're just kind of trying to hide that move, I guess, at first, when you guys first rolled that one out, huh? Well, I'm using. I'm assuming we used Bobby to, to draw the referee, right? Oh, yes. Yes, you did. Well, it, the idea was that it was cheating. Two guys hitting a finishing move on one guy, really. Yeah, it should be considered cheating. That's true. That's true. It's a two-man move. So, and if you can take the referee out of the equation by drawing him, it just it just feels shittier. Otherwise, if you can do anything you want right in the front of the referee, why don't you just reach under the ring, pull a chair out, slide in, crack him in the head? And, and, and that's, and that may get flying some of today's wrestling, but back then that shit wasn't flying. So there you go. You got to have rules and there's gotta be, if there's no rules, how are you going to cheat? And if you don't cheat, how are you going to get heat? Wow. If you don't cheat, how are you going to get heat? That should be a t-shirt. See what I did there. I like it. You write your poet and didn't know it, but your feet show it because they're long fellows. You like that one? No. Okay. On the 6th of January from Lakeland, Florida at the Civic Center, the Rockers defeated you and Tully by disqualification. We're wound up today. This is great. Uh, The next day, uh, and halfway across the country, my friend, 4,000 fans at the Myriad Convention Center in Oklahoma City. What do you think they watched? They watched you and Tully defeat the Rockers. And then on the 8th, you guys head back east. So, man, it's more of the story here is just you're just running the country with the Rockers all the way back to one of your and Tully's old stomping grounds. Arn, you're in the Charlotte Coliseum. 13,500 fans showed up for the WWF's debut at this venue. And, my goodness, you're familiar with this town. You and Tully picked up the win over the Rockers. It was headlined by the big boss man and Hogan. Andre and Jake were the semi-main event. This is a big-time card. And I want to ask, 60 days prior, WWF only drew 2,000 in Greensboro, and Hogan wasn't on that card. This time, I said 13,500 just down the road in Charlotte. And by this time, WCW had purchased Jim Crocker Promotions, 
Dusty's been fired and will be showing up in the WWF soon. But do either of those things matter? What do you think changed the turnout for this one? Um, probably Hogan and Bossman was a hotter angle. It had sunk in and people had realized now there are no more horsemen thing for me and Tully. Uh, I guess it probably made it more fan-friendly that we were on the card in a big match, used properly. Um, and a funny thing that I remember very clearly was my older son was really young. He would have been, let's see, this is, he was born in 85, November the 10th. So he was probably three, three going to be four that year. I went and knocked on Hawk's door and I had him by the hand. He's just a little fellow with head full of blind hair and knocked on Hogan's door and he came and opened the door and brother, this was when he was 300 plus pounds, jacked, tanned, oiled up and Barrett looked up at him. I'll never forget the look on his face. And I, Hulk was very gracious, spoke to him. Hey, little man, how you doing? Da, 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 da. It's one of those good feelings made you feel good about being in the business. But, uh, he really was to the kids. He was a superhero. Now, Arn, do you remember? Did you have? Do you have a picture of that memory, or did you take pictures with wrestlers and your kids and your sons? I didn't push it that much. It was just, uh, you know, I wanted to, you want to meet Hulk Hogan. And he said, "Yeah, sure, Dad." And uh, not so much. I'm, I'm, I haven't, like, you know, taken a lot of pictures. I probably should have. I've met a lot of people, a lot of celebrities in and out of our business, and. Uh, you know, I just, I guess, and my family gets on my ass about it. You I'm don't sure put, they you do. Don't, you don't put anybody over. What's the matter with you? <laughs> well, if they're in our business, they're part of the family, and I just feel a little bit, I don't weird. know, I've always feel a yeah. little bit weird bothering people for pictures and stuff like that. You know, I have their friendship. I have the memories. That's that's what I take with me um, more so than, than pictures. Gotcha. Well, listen. I know we talked about it last month, and here it is. It's the January 9th edition of Primetime Wrestling. The match recorded last month that we talked about with Tim Horner and George South, it would air on television. And, buddy, we have this Jim Crockett Promotions reunion here for you to check out. Let's take a, take a look at it. My tag team. That's my team that's going to bring me the gold. It is. Oh, I could have put a lot of different teams together, but this thing—this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in professional wrestling. I hope so. Well, I do. You need something good to happen to you. You hope nothing Let's good happens to me. Let's take a look. In fact, at the brain bust. 85 pounds, here are Tully Blanchard and Orrin Anderson, the Brain Busters. Brain Busters. As far as continuity is concerned, I would think uh, they're right up there among the best in tag team matches. Certainly. I don't always concur with their tactics, but uh, oh, look at that. Blanchard offered a shake of the hand before the match nice begins. Out. That's something you don't see too often these days. Horner sitting up and uh, up on his feet before Blanchard. Tim, Tim Horner is uh, quite an outstanding young man as well. Oh, yeah. Should be a good matchup. Just about a week away from the... Upcoming Royal Rumble, where you'll see the Rainbusters. You'll also see, by the way, gentlemen who we spoke to earlier, 
The Rockers in there. Woo. I'll tell you what, one week to go to the big one, the Royal Rumble. 30 of the toughest men in professional wrestling going at a full tilt. That's right, and Brain Busters will be looking for you there. But keep in mind, it's every man for himself. Remember, every man for himself. You know, I bet they'd go at it, too. I'll tell you, I think they're making a mistake, though, right now. They're already gearing towards the Brain Busters, and by the luck of the draw, they may not even see the Brain Busters. You can't go in with that kind of attitude. Well, that's a good point. Tim Horner with a very clever maneuver. Look at that. Horner hammering away on Arn Anderson. Kick out, and Arnison back to his feet, and Horner tags out. Uh-oh, look at that maneuver. And did George South make a mistake there? He dropped his head and allowed Arn Anderson to drop that big elbow in there. And look at this maneuver. Patented by Arn Anderson. Here comes Tully Blanchard back in. You know, they're classic Heenan tag team, though. In what respect? Fluent in the ring, a lot of tags in and out. They know what they're doing. They're well prepared before they step into the ring. That they are, prepared mentally as well as physically. A little extra kick there by Arn Anderson. Tully Blanchard, I believe, is a legal man in the ring, isn't he? Well, obviously, Arn is. Arn's in there right now. Oh, the referee's confused. Oh, wait a minute. Tully has just said something to Tim Horner there. And look at this. Oh, no. Wow, that's a spike pile driver. I haven't seen one of them in ages, McMahon. Well, they'll be scraping up George South uh, off the canvas after that one. That's an illegal maneuver. No, it's not. Should be. There you see Iron Anderson catching South, driving him hard into that mat, picks him up into the spike tongue pile driver. Blanchard adds that little extra knock South cold. Big win for the Brain Busters. I was not impressed. I don't care what you Not are. suitable competition for them. I don't care. They're way beyond that stage. This is the greatest team in professional wrestling today, in they, my they opinion. They didn't prove it to me today. Did you see the team? Did you see how cunning Tully was, how quick he is, and how mean and cruel Arn Anderson is? I said that before. I gave them the accolades that they deserve, but I want to see them in there with stiffer competition. And they will, in fact, on January 15th, see some stiffer competition, won't they? Yes, they will. Oh, so good. So listen, I had noticed a few things with the clip as we went through it, and they even pointed it out during the commentary during the match. Tully offers his hand to Tim Horner. The spine buster was perfect, even though these guys still don't know what to call the move. They knew and, what it was called. They just refused to call it that. What's going on with it? Come on. Get your act together, Vince and Jesse. What's happening here? Because it's uh, got a great name, too. Not only is it a great move. They Marketing. Were, like I said, they're not going to push us too hard. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, the one thing is the difference uh, in presentation between Crockett and WWF. You guys gave Horner and South really nothing. I mean, you've talked about that. Not a lot of selling, as opposed to the uh, six or seven competitive minutes that we may have seen over on TBS on a Saturday night at 6.05. Are, are you, are you, do you agree with that? Yeah, but we're in a different position. We were about as over as you could get. We could get away with anything with Crockett because we'd been there for years and we're established and uh, you could give more. We were just getting over with a brand new audience and a brand new crowd and you have to be more selfish. You just have to. It's not about those guys. Tim Warner's been a friend of mine to this day in the business and George South, much respect for George. He's been around a long time. So, But it was just it's business. 
Speaking of competitive minutes, Arn, if our listeners are looking for a simple way to gain an edge over their competition, Athletic Greens is what they need. I started taking AG1 because I needed more energy, and I was tired of taking pills and vitamins. Arn, just one scoop, and it gives you 75 that's right, 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. I'm talking about improving your gut health, sleeping better, improve focus. What's not to like? This is a slam dunk. You get better sleep quality and recovery, and it costs less than 3 bucks a day. It's completely worth the investment. And it's received 7,000 five-star reviews or more. Arn, you can't beat it. I know you've been, you've been using this product as well. Yep, jury's still out a little bit of just how much I'm getting out of it. But the fact is, those those packets of multivitamins, those horse pills, man, they're hard for me to, to swallow, and they upset my stomach. This stuff, you just mix it up in some cold water, ice water, stir it up real good, man, down the hatch, you're good to go. That's exactly right. It's, it's time to reclaim your health. There's no excuses. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. As Arn said, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's as simple as that. No need for a million different horse pills and supplements to look out for your health. Make it easy. Athletic Greens is also going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So when you're headed out to all those wrestling events... StarCast, Top Guy Weekend, you can take it with you. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash ARN. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash ARN to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So, Arn, five days later, later, you guys are at the sold-out Boston Garden, the hallowed halls of the Boston Garden. 12,000 fans saw you and Telly pick up the win over the Rockers when you swept Michael's leg out from underneath of him and held it down, giving Telly the unfair advantage. Arn, this is the first time you and Telly competed in front of the Boston crowd, and that's got to be equivalent for the WWF of the Omni or the Greensboro Coliseum based on their success there. What do you remember about competing at the vaunted Boston Garden. Now, was that an afternoon show? It doesn't say what time it was. It just I, All my notes and my research that I put together is just that it was 12,000 fans there that day at the Boston Garden. So I don't know if afternoon or evening. I would assume evening with that, that many there in attendance. Okay, so we'll, when we get to that double shot with that one in Madison Square Garden, I'd have a definite story for that. Okay. But if it was my first time in Boston, I would probably recognize the fact that uh, it's a pretty violent crowd. They, they like their hockey players. 
Larry Bird, you know, all things Boston, the Southie gangsters, you name it. They are famous city for having some rough folks and they enjoy their wrestling. I mean, just walking into the garden, uh, you look up in the air and you see the banners, right? You see the retired Jersey numbers. Again, this is prime Larry Bird, 89. This is Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish years of the Boston Celtics. So getting to wrestle in a a venue like that has got to be cool, especially if you're a sports fan, for sure. And I got to give this place a, uh, this is a little bit off the wall, but I got to give them a plug. When you finish up at the garden and you go back through the tunnel to the airport, and that's where we always stayed at the Hilton there at the airport, there is a incredible, huge Chinese restaurant called Calhoun's. I've heard of it. Buddy, they take they hook the boys up every time we're in town. Come in, take care of the uh, waitresses and take care of the cooks and stuff. But uh, everything was on the house, and brother, the food was out of this world. They took care of the guys, but they're probably still doing it. Great folks, uh, huge, huge, huge friends of. uh, of all the boys. So just thought I'd give them a plug. That's fantastic. You know who else? I do a, a podcast with uh, Mike Kyoto. He puts that place over every time we talk about it. Same thing. Oh, the food's fantastic, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Fantastic. I got to check that out, man. So there you go. There's the recommendation of the week. Uh, check that place out. Two days later, though, Warren, after you guys enjoy your buffet, your Chinese food, it's January 15th at the Summit in Houston, Texas. It's time for the Royal Rumble, an event created by the legendary Hall of Famer, Pat Patterson. 19,000 fans filled the summit in a matinee sellout. You and Tully competed in the Rumble. You guys were both eliminated by Hulk Hogan with a double clothesline. And as before, we've condensed the version of your role in the match thanks to our colleague Richard Land. We also have an interview prior to the match where the Brain Busters appeared with the boss. That's right, Andre. Arn, please feel free to make comments as we watch this, but let's uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the Royal Rumble from 1989. Here we go. Joining me now, Bobby the Brain Heenan, members of the Heenan family, and uh, Mr. Heenan, I'm sure you're well aware, only one man wins the Royal Rumble. Well, I'm not sure how the other managers prepare their men, but believe me, the Heenan family's ready. We know what we're up against, and we're ready for anything. You can bet on that. Okay, also the Brain Busters involved, Tully Blanchard. You know, it's just an honor to be in the Royal Rumble, to be one of the finest 30 in all of professional wrestling. But you know, I think we're standing here with the winner. Okay, and Art Anderson. Sean Moody, if you want to win the Rumble, you got to be a loner. you got to go right for the juggler. All people, 30 men, just 30 numbers. That's the way we're going to view them. 30 <laughs> men, 30 numbers. Okay, many, many believe the odds-on favorite, Andre the Giant. I don't know what time I'm going to come in the ring, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I know when I'm going out of the ring, I will be the last one. I never lost a match so far. And I come again to win. And even you guys, no matter I'm stopping in front of me, because you guys going out just like everybody else. And I will stay in the middle. There you have it from the Heenan family. Let's go back to Gene Okerlund. Capacity crowd counting. You didn't have to tell me but once. I saw you whispering in uh, Tully's ear after that statement. Here you come, Arn. Look at you. Macho Man Randy Savage eliminated Greg the Hammer Valentine. And there goes Macho Man and bad news at it again. 
reaction is so fast and furious in this Royal Rumble, it's literally impossible to describe it all to you. Whoa, and Macho Man, look at this. Look at this. Iron Anderson and the Macho Man double teaming. I did not remember working with that closely with Mach. I was going to ask you about that. We'll mute it a little bit while you talk about it, but you and Mach, your man doing the double team here. That was fun. You know, that was a complete ad lib. That was so fun to see. And I love, and you know, you get in and we did see a Shawn Michaels super kick. The Rockers were doing the super kick party way before there were the Young Bucks doing super kick parties. And that's what I've come to see here as I've watched some early Rockers. I'm sure the Bucks, they'll tell you the truth. Oh, they watch these guys. Oh, here comes your buddy, Cully. They, they pattern themselves after oh, yeah. these guys for sure. They'd Between, be crazy not to. Yeah, the Rockers, I'm sure the Hardys and, and several others. But it's just fun to see the, these guys do some of the moves. Here you go, double team Arn. Spine on the pine. Let's listen to it. And look at that. Right there you got the classic double team in yeah, the tag there's team. There's the double team on the part of the Brain Busters. Bushwhacker's still in there. Look out. Arn, as I, as I watch you trying to get Marty Jannetty out of the ring, you guys are really cuddling with him here. Talk to me about the Bushwhackers. Did they ever lick your head or Tully's armpit or anything like that? I mean, they used to lick everything back then. They definitely licked my head. <laughs> I was, love it. That was disturbing. Look at this. Look how he's holding on. Uh, Marty Jannetty. Oh, bingo. Oh, let's see what happens. Let's listen into this. Oh, it's the Hulkster. Hulk Hogan. Tully got back in. Here comes Hogan. And we, this was our idea. We know where our bread's buttered. He was the top guy in the, in the business at this time. So what can you do to shine him up? There went Kurt. Yep. It was before the, the slinglet purpose. He was just wearing blue trunks. And here, a double knock-a-knocker from Hogan. He's taking over on the Busters. You guys were in there for quite a while. We just fast-forwarded a little bit. Not many guys left here, and you and Tully are in there with Bad News Brown, Macho Man, one of the head liquor bushwhackers, Macho and Hogan. It's fun. Look, you took a big elbow from Hulk Hogan into the ropes. The big boot, Arn. Yeah, he's letting me have it pretty good. Oh, there's Coco Beware and Bad News Brown getting into it. Look at you. You really wrestled with Hogan a little bit, a lot here in this one. Uh-oh. Do you remember all this interaction with Hogan back oh, yeah. then? Oh, yes. Oh, this is cool. This was by design. Hogan going to the eye. Arn Anderson, and now he's got a bushwhacker, and he's out of there. That bushwhacker got whacked, and now we're you two getting, are we're getting close here. He's double team and Hogan. Yep, he's going to take us both out. Brain busters, bad news, Brown, Macho Man, and Hogan. Boy, Savage is taking a lot of punishment here, as has everyone else. And we're under 10 seconds to the next participant. Look at the Brain Busters double-teaming on the Hulkster. Oh, look 
There's elimination. Here we go. And Hogan caught the break bus as he eliminated both Only elimination of its kind in that match that day. He drove us all the way across the ring and then over the top. Arn, that would be your uh, only Royal Rumble, right, that you participated in? One was enough. But you guys hung in there for quite a while. That was fun. By this point in time, these guys have figured out we're professionals. There wasn't, there wasn't any shenanigans that we were going to try to pull and pull anything fast ones. We were, we knew what our job was, and uh, at this point in time, we're just enjoying doing our job, and they're putting us in positions to, to be an asset to the company and ourselves. That's what I was going to say. You and Telly kind of got the featured rub here. I mean, if, even if you came up short, you got a lot of time working with Hogan. He, he takes you both out. You got a lot of time, like you said, working with Savage a little bit. So uh, they made you look like, regardless if you got knocked out of the match, you, you look like stars for yes, sure sir. in that match. And that's, that's the key. Well, the next day, there's no rest for the weary, my friend. From the afternoon show in Texas, you guys flew to Hamilton, Ontario, and you ran Cops Coliseum on January 16th, another big WWF mainstay at this time. And on that night, you and Telly busted uh, busted the Rockers when you pulled Marty down the th- you pulled Marty down throat first on the top rope as Telly had him up in the air. And prior to that match, you and Telly addressed the crowd in Ontario. This clip that our colleague Richard Lamb provided was only recently discovered again. But we're going to get Arn and Tully on the mic and the finish. And here we go, Richard, with another nugget. Only here on the Arn Show. Let's take a look. Gentlemen, as you know, in just a few moments, you will be meeting one of the top teams of the World Wrestling Federation, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Could I have your predictions, please? Well, you know, they are one of the top teams in all of professional wrestling. The World Wrestling Federation only has the best. But you know, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, what you're going to see and what you're going to feel is the wrestling machine. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, the finest tag team that professional wrestling has ever seen. Arn Anderson. the big uproar is the standing ovation for you you can't even put a sentence together but i'm fixing to put one together they say janetti and michaels are what they call synchronized team everything they do together we're going to show you the difference there's a lot of good teams out there there's only a few great ones and the difference between a good team and a great team is good teams depend on people like you and people like you and people like you to help them win. It's called public opinion. We're going to show you that we take public opinion, put it where it belongs, in the sewer system. We're going to put together a display of speed, power, and teamwork tonight in front of all these fans, and we're going to show you why you're looking at the new WWF champions. As soon as we can get a title shot, it's been your pleasure, I'm sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brain Busters, Tully Blanchard and Aaron Anderson.
Barn, the three count. Sean Michaels. And- uh, with, and, and there it is. You finish off the Rockers. It's been your pleasure. One of my favorite lines. I don't know who that announcer was. I don't, I don't know him either, man. Never, I've never seen him in my life. Hamilton, is that where we were? Um, yeah, Hamilton, Ontario. Angelo Mosco's home. Played for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You remember Angelo? I do. I do. Uh, I was a youngin', but I do remember him. Yep, that was his home, I believe. And uh, Canadian fans are awesome, man. They they love wrestling too. So that would have been a great night, I think. It's been your pleasure, I'm sure. I love that line so much, Arn, that I direct it towards my wife as often as possible. And that, my friend, has become so much easier these days. Thanks to the hot tag I get on the regular from our friends at Blue Chew. These summer temperatures aren't the only thing on the rise. BlueChew.com is giving guys confidence all over the world. Isn't that right, Arn? Why are you asking me to validate that? You know it's right. I do. You know, it is foolproof. You can time it to your own uh, to your own schedule, do a little sweet talking, get the mood correct, and brother... You know, Daddy. Chew them up, 20 minutes, the race is on. Chew them up, the race is on, and you're ready for that one, two, three at the end of that bout because Blue Chew is what you need. It's an online prescription service. There are no visits to the doctor's office, my friend. No weird, awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door. And the best part, the mailman or the mail lady doesn't even have to know you're taking it because it's in a discreet package. So they're not going to give you the stink eye when they deliver it. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, bing, bang, boom, your prescription will arrive within days. The best part, it's all done online. So don't, if you don't like swallowing pills, no problems. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. So listen, there are all kinds of reasons guys aren't able to perform. It could be your age. Maybe you got a medical condition for the older guys. It could be stress and anxiety for the younger guys. Arn, I'm sure you've heard of performance anxiety. It's, it's just not in the ring, my friend. No, it happens all the time in the bedroom for guys all across this great country. If the mail lady knew what was in that package, she might be wanting to hang around. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? The way my mail lady looks at me, you could be right, sir. But I'm telling you. She digging you? She is. She is. But uh, you know what? The mail lady's been around for, for several years longer than I have. So uh, she might need to go ring somebody else's doorbell with their Blue Chew package. That's all I'm saying. But the best part about Blue Chew is they have chewables, too. That make sure you are ready to perform at your very best every single time, anytime that opportunity arises. So listen, we got a special deal for our listeners. Arn and I are having fun today. But listen, you can too. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay five bucks shipping. That's it. That's bluechew.com. Promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Go to bluechew.com for more details and safety info. Arn, four days later at the Rosemont Horizon, 6,200 fans watched you and Tully win your match with the Rockers. Stone Cold has often talked about the environment and the ambiance of the Rosemont because it had those wood ceilings. Was that anything that you ever noticed? Also, how did the Rosemont compare to the UIC uh, Pavilion as well, UCI Pavilion? 
Um, well, you didn't have to battle that 45-minute drive downtown. Ah, good point. Which is a huge, huge plus. Uh, Bally's Gym, right down the street from the Marriott, where we stayed, out by in the Rosemont. So everything kind of fell into place, and they're right. Austin's right. I mean, just the the uh, the way that building was constructed and the echo and how loud it was, it was perfect. And to this day, I would say Chicago, between then and now, has become the best wrestling city. Don't be offended anybody out there, but uh, probably in the world. It is they, a hotbed for wrestling, man. It's so good to watch events there. They, they support so many companies and so much wrestling, and it's just like the fans are just awesome. It is, and, uh, man, anytime I get a chance to see a show, show in Chicago, I am there. That's easy to say a bunch of times in a row, a show in Chicago. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, listen, we're on to the 22nd of January. 9,280 fans, they packed the Civic Auditorium in Omaha, Nebraska. And on this afternoon, you and Tully come up short against the Rockers. So we move on to the 23rd. We don't want to talk about that when you guys come up short. You and Tony Russell, Russell for the first time. Here we go at the Mecca of professional wrestling, Madison Square Garden in front of 14,000 fans. That night, you guys would beat the Rockers when you swept Marty's foot during an attempted suplex. And this time, you didn't hold the boot, but did snatch and hold one of the tassels for added leverage. Arn, guess what? We have it. We have that match of you guys at the Garden. Did you want to talk about, were you going to share a story earlier about Madison Square Garden that you had mentioned? We talked about Boston Garden and Madison Square Garden. It has to be the same day. We ran one, and I don't even remember which one was the afternoon show, and then one was the evening show. Okay, this uh, wouldn't be that day, but this is definitely one here at the Garden, so we're going to check it out. Here we go. We're going to see how it ended, too. January 23rd, 1989. Gets only two, but what a move! 
by the Rockers. Front face lock here by Janetti on Blanchard. Up goes Blanchard. However, from the outside, Anderson reaching in and pulls the legs out. He pulled the legs out from under Marty Janetti. Janetti is stunned when he hits the deck, and the three count goes for the brain busters and a W for the man of Bobby Hina. And you can definitely put that down to experience because the busters came through when it was most imperative that they should do. Oh. Brain busters won a match there. They dragged it right out the jewels of defeat. And that's what great teams can do. There you go. Holding down the tassel of that boot for the pin. That was fun. Tell you what you can get, right? There you go. Hey, I do want to talk to you, though, a little bit more about Madison Square Garden, because as far as pro wrestling goes, this is the house that Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Vincent J. McMahon really built. And by all accounts, every garden show was special to both of them. What do you remember about your first time you and Telly performing here at Madison Square Garden? It's not a plush place. Believe it or not, it is run down was run down and they, they actually remodeled it and I went there much, much later and it was still a dump. Sorry for the folks of uh, New York that have all their, you know, memories and stuff that, that went down in the garden and it is. It's a place of history that uh, if you were there, you'll, you'll never forget. But there was nothing special about the structure. And the worst thing about it is... The parking deck was across the street, and it was down a couple, you know, there was about three levels that you could drive down and park on any one of those levels. Now, the problem with that is if you had a rental car, and in those days it, you had to have one pretty much every day because you were driving two or 300 miles after the show. Um the problem was if you were on last, you had to go through the crowd down to your car, get your car, and now you're driving up, and there's thousands of people going down to get their cars, and they notice that's you. They're banging the car. They're keying the car. Oh. They're kicking the car. They're screaming. They're banging. You're talking about nerve-wracking because you got nowhere to go. You were bumper-to-bumper bumper with a bunch of other cars. If you've ever experienced it, that's why I say it's not a pleasant place to go. And the locker rooms were not, you know, you would think Madison Square Garden with all the history there, there would be plush locker rooms. No. WWF made sure every element of every Madison Square Garden show went according to plan. And right now I want to talk about the best laid plan for you and your life. And that's about life insurance by Goliath Life. It's about peace of mind as well, but I want you to think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. Unfortunately, we're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com, and I mean right now. Listen, I've had two friends that have lost their lives in their 40s over the last year and a half. And I don't want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes. 
and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and you even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I know because I've done it. They send someone to my office. I skip the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands, on your time, and you can get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. So, Arn, after that highly competitive match at the Garden, the next day, WWF is at the Convention Center in Tucson, Arizona for TV tapings. And with a sellout crowd, you had 8,000 fans that showed up for it. You and Tully fought the Rockers to a no contest at the match. And it never even officially started as you guys brawled outside the ring. Uh, and we saw an example of that uh, just a few uh, minutes ago when we were watching uh, some of the brawl that actually went down. Uh, and man, I tell you what, though, it was a heat magnet uh, for you guys, and it continued that rivalry that you had going on with them. But then we move on to two days later on January 26th. It's Flint, Michigan. It's at the IMA Sports Arena. And listen to this 900 fans showed up for the matches. You and Tully defeated the Rockers. This card also featured Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior. Andre and Jake the Snake. This is a very rare miss for the WWF at this time, wouldn't you say? There's no industry. The, they were heavily, Flint had car, uh, everything was like, it was like Detroit. It was a subsidiary with the, the, the car production. And they were all out of business. There was no industry in that town. Flint was a ghost town. That's yeah, why. and they were a ghost town that night for that show for sure. Nine hundred in attendance. That's uh, I think WWF learned their lesson at that point that that time around. No uh, research we, was done apparently. Not at all. Uh, the twenty seventh, you guys move on. You and Telly victorious against the Rockers in Glens Fall, New York, and then on the twenty eighth, here we go. A match recorded earlier in the month aired as you and Telly defeated Tim Horner and Jose Rivera, and we do have that match for you. This would be on Superstars. Let's take a look at it. I broadcasting that with you. Yes, indeed, Jess. I'll be right uh, there beside you. I was hoping it'd be good. No, I'll be right there with you. I'm very anxious to see the tag team matchup, the main event involving the Mega Powers and the Twin Towers. Well, that's going to be a great matchup. That should be one of the great tag team matches of all time. It'll be great to see maybe Hogan get pinned in front of the whole civilized world. You might see that, then again, uh, who knows what you're going to see, but bear in mind, the name of this game is Tag Team Coordination. You mentioned it earlier on in the first matchup that we have this week with Demolition. How well they function as a unit. And whichever team functions as a unit the best will be victorious during this Friday night's primetime television event. I have to agree with you. I'm agreeing with you too much lately, McMahon. I gotta, you must be learning. Certainly the mega powers have far more experience together than do the Twin Towers. Yeah, but the one thing the mega powers have against them, McMahon, is their egos. You got two huge egos there in Hogan and the Macho Man. An ego could step in the way where I think the Twin Towers will be a little more cohesive about getting the win and not 
worrying about who looks better in the ring getting the win. I doubt that very seriously, Jesse. I recall you made comments uh, similar to Lowe's just prior to SummerSlam. You were proven wrong, as I recall. Yeah, and you were also proven wrong. Oh, my, look at this. One, two, and a half, No, almost. Almost a count of three. Jim Horner to the far side now. And Blanchard missing. And Blanchard made a mistake there. You can read it all over Bobby Heenan's face. Horner moving out of the way. Blanchard going shoulder first into the post. And here comes Rivera. I wonder whether or not uh, any of Bobby the Brain Heenan's men have lost any confidence in the brain since the Red Rooster incident. Ooh, the, clock kick. the cover. This could be a major upset. Come on, that was close. I'll tell you, if Iron Anderson hadn't come in there, Rivera may have gotten the win. Oh, they're setting him up here. Look at this. Morella don't see a thing. Boom. The pile driver down to the canvas. Nah, that's a spike pile driver, man. And the wrong man covered him. The wrong man covered him. There was no legal tag going on. The referee got confused as to which individual was the legal man in the ring. Watch it again, Jeff. That's what makes Heenan so good is that they can create that kind of confusion. Here you see the one, two, almost the three. Iron Anderson making a save right there. And look how brilliant they are there. And then again, though, it don't take much to confuse referee Joey Morella. That would not have happened if I had been the referee. <laughs> Wouldn't it happen if Jesse was the referee? I love it. Arn, every time it looked like as though you guys were in danger on this one, you were totally were there to steal back the advantage for your team. And it just it just reinforces the notion that you guys are a team while giving some of the realism to these matches. Meaning, as we discussed before, it doesn't always have to be smooth and pretty, but wrestling has to be believable, right? Hundred percent. You know, it's just for that time we were we were cognizant of always taking care of the referee, where he didn't look like a dummy, and uh, always just being a tag, just a reach up and tag your partner you know, that far away from the corner. And uh, Tim Warner, we wrestled many times on television. It was very, very good. Uh, but it was about us in that particular point in time, so we made it about us. Well, Lauren, uh, that afternoon, 7,200 fans in Springfield, Massachusetts, watched you until they close out that matinee show against the Rockers. But then later that evening in Lowell, Massachusetts, yes, the same town Shawn Michaels would eventually lose a smile in 1997, uh, you and Tully would lose to the Rockers. Lauren, as you've told us, these double shots along with the travel schedule can wreak havoc on the guys back when you were really running and gunning coast to coast facing the rockers night in and night out and i know you and telly would definitely have benefited from elysium health my friends if you want to improve your overall health look no further than basis by elysium the most trusted source for nad supplementation their product basis is clinically proven to increase levels of nad plus by 40 percent safely and sustainably they are unlike any other health company I've seen, and they are at the forefront of NAD Plus supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists. Eight of them are Nobel Prize winners. NAD Plus is found in every single cell of your body and is responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But 
NAD plus levels decline as you age. So for guys like us, Arn, who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and sun overexposure has proven to deplete these NAD plus levels. And decreased NAD plus levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. We need the edge, and Basis will do it for you. So go to trybasis.com slash Arn and enter code ARN at checkout to save 10% off of Basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. That's trybasis.com slash ARN and use code ARN at checkout to save 10%. And thank you, Elysium Health, for sponsoring this episode. ARN, the following day, all the way across the country at the sports arena in Los Angeles, 8,500 fans watched you and Tully close out the show with the win using the leg sweep held boot finish at 18 minutes and 21 seconds. But prior to that match, you and Tully took the microphone. We have the interview and we have the conclusion of this match as our final clip for this week. Let's take a look at it. Rod Trongard here with the Brain Busters, two of the latest members of the Bobby Heenan family. And Bobby has them aimed for the tag team championships, but the Rockers are in your way, gentlemen. You know, you look at the Rockers, they're a great tag team. You look at all the tag teams of the WWE, they are all great. But there's only one team at the top, and right now it's Demolition. Everybody else has to go up that ladder. Rockers, it's you and us. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. We think we're the best, and we're going to prove it in just a few minutes. Tully, Arn, how about you? Rod, you know, their whole claim to fame is speed. They say they're quicker, they're more precision than anybody on God's earth. There ain't a man alive quicker than Tully Blanchard. Quarterback, throw it 100 yards. He did it all through school. What he does is run the show, and he says, Arn, when it's time to be the stopper, be the stopper. That's what I am as a stopper if you want to rise to the top. Bobby Heenan pays winners. And if you want a championship, you've got to beat teams like the Rockers. Arn Anderson. Tele Blanchard, the Brain Busters, going against the Rockers in just a moment. Don't go away. Elbow to the back of the head. Here is a double whip by the Busters. Look at this. Look at this. Double headbutt. And look at this by Shawn Michaels. Here he comes. What's he doing up there? This may be the finish. Michaels all over Blanchard. Here is a cover. No. And it is Anderson coming in to save the day for the Brain Busters. The referee chasing Michaels. We need two referees out here to handle all this. It is Anderson sweeping the leg out from under Marty Jannetty. He doesn't see it, and he goes to three. I can't believe it. Oh, I cannot no. believe it. Victory is stolen from the Rockers, Marty Jannetty, and Shawn Michaels. Let's get the official announcement. Oh, so close, but yet so far. Unbelievable turn of events right there. How fast does it happen? How fast did it happen? Ladies and gentlemen, your winners, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Green Busters. Well, Rob, we know that uh, Janetti suffered a tremendous beating for 15 minutes, but he came and he made the tag. He made the tag, and now we got and now we got a standoff in the middle of the ring. The Rockers aren't ready to accept defeat, and they again go on the attack on the Brainbusters. The Brainbusters have won this one. 
So, Arn, uh, there we go this month. Uh, you closing out the month of January on the 30th from the Tacoma Dome. You and Tully that would defeat the Rockers. And that's going to wrap up January. But listen, even though you worked every night with the Rockers, you guys changed up the approach, finish, and ultimately the psychology of these matches. Before we conclude this episode, you've now faced the Rockers all around the country in back-to-back months. For our audience that might not be as familiar with Sean and Marty as a tag team, can you briefly sum up for us what it was like working with these two night after night? You didn't have to say anything in the ring. We were at the point where it was almost like osmosis, and I would grab something and they would reverse it. They would grab something. I would reverse it. It was just to the point where we were basically just ad-libbing everything and changing everything up. And you would call a little something, but it would lead to something much, much bigger. And we got so used to working with each other by this point in time, we trusted each other. And uh, it seems like a lot of times because we're running around, but there was very seldom whether we had wrestled those guys twice coming back to another, t- you know, a town for the second time. Hey, we're running around the country and, and Canada. And, uh, most of these towns deserve that match. It was the best we had at that time. And, uh, you wanted as many towns to see it as you could. Well, you guys certainly covered a lot of ground these last few months with the rockers, but next week we're moving on to February, 1989. The Mega Powers explode on the main event, too, to set up the WrestleMania match. The Brain Busters continue the feud with the Rockers, making the case of why Tully and Arn deserve a shot at demolition for the tag team titles. And we're going to get into all the happenings of February 1989. Man, I can't wait, Arn. This has been fun, my friend. Other than you saying we're all going to die, this has been a wonderful show. For those of you that are listening to this ad-free, you don't get to hear that ad where we talk about that one. That's just part of it. But anyway, man, this has been fun, and I've had a lot of fun reliving history with you on behalf of the founder of the Four Horsemen, Mr. Arn Anderson. This is Paul Bromwell. We're going to see you right back here next week on Arn. Take you're care, gonna, everyone. You're not going to say it next week, too, are you? If they tell me to, I will. So there you go. Right, that. I know. Isn't that a rough line? I hate saying it, but that's what I have it's to say. It's in your face, man. It's, Damn. It's, it's, it's in the ad. They, they really want that ad to be. Uh, it's so it's so true. It is. It is. It's just it's like truth bomb right in your face. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Got it. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.